change of play. Across Australia and online at nrlnation.com.au. This is NRL Nation, delivered by First Choice Liquor for all your liquor needs. And Metricon, Australia's most trusted home builder. Holmes, ball's gone to ground, gone backwards over there. Katoa, though, is that Katoa? That is Katoa! Katoa goes in to score! Sioni Katoa, they've all just stopped like traffic cops, Canberra, and Katoa goes in to score untouched. He ran around the back of a bunch of his teammates, and that's why the Raiders stopped, but we always got taught, play the whistle yep. just in case. The referee has said no try. But the bunker is going to have the final say on this one, Sats. Well, Jared Sutton didn't know what he actually had to rule on. He had to look at it. But the big Just play will be whether... doesn't touch the ball. But now they're going to see to whether... How, how can you tell he doesn't touch the ball when we're looking at the angle from behind? That's the, that's the tough one. Edric Lee runs in behind his own players. It's Katoa. Well, he's gone Katoa. behind a couple of players. They've all stopped. The Raiders... They've all gonna, stopped. I think it's all, try. They've all got their arms out like they're doing the Viking clap, the players. Instead of yeah, playing to the whistle. Yeah, it's a try. Well, well, every the Raiders. single Raiders player has stopped, not played to the whistle, arms in the air, pointing to the referee. Sir, how can you let this go on? Well, he let it go on, all right. And Sione Katoa goes in to score, and the Sharks extend their lead. Cronulla 26 Canberra 18 with a kick to come. The right touch judge, who was right there, he put his hand up as if to say, stop, it's a knock on. And that, I think, that made the Raiders stop. That was a very, very unusual try. But, yeah, you, you play the whistle, don't you? Yep. You don't, you don't trust the touchy. They never get it right. Well, that was last night at Sharp Park. That was Chris Warren, Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. You could hear... And a moment of controversy that has certainly permeated around the NRL. As we welcome you to McDonald Jones Stadium, it is the Knights up against the Titans here on NRL Nation for First Choice Liquor. Well, I'm Julian Dorr. Welcome to the Ryko Filters pre-game show. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. And we'll have Jimmy Smith along to call the action for you from 3 o'clock between the Newcastle Knights and the Gold Coast Titans. And we'll get to that in due course, don't you worry. But our Red Energy experts this afternoon, Red Energy, that's real Aussie energy of Stephen Blocker-Roach and Renee Gartner alongside me. And we'll get to you both in just a moment, but we'll just catch you up if you're coming in late of what's happened over the last 12 hours because it's been quite something. After that last night, Ricky Stewart in the post-game press conference, we all expected him to blow up the Lux. It was probably a 6 out of 10 effort as far as the rant from uh, Ricky Stewart was concerned, but he certainly didn't mince words last night after the contest. Mate, what's uh, disappointing is we're talking about it, isn't it? I, I just criticised my players in there for not playing to the penal, uh, not playing to the whistle, and then they tell me, "Well, the flag went up and the referee called knock on." So what are they meant to do? Referee calls knock on, the flag goes up. Well, I only saw the replay the once, mate, and to me, 
to me, it went well behind a lot of passes that have been let go this year. <clears throat> All this rot started at, the, at round one this year. Now, I don't know who came out and told the referees that they had to come in and pick on everything in regards to the 10-metre rule, the interpretation of the ruck, all the work on the ground, hands on the ball, start nitpicking at little bits and pieces of shitty pieces of play. And realistically, if you're going to do that right, because in every tackle of every set of six, you can find something in rugby league. But that's the beautiful thing about our game. People don't understand this is, this is our jobs. We play for results. And unfortunately, it makes it harder when you've got people making error that doesn't help you when you're after a result. But again, and I'm, I'm 100% with Josh, we won't look at it and blame the referee and or his touch judge. But any time a touch judge puts, a ref, puts his flag up, isn't the referee meant to blow his whistle and go by the adjudication that he made? This is why people are turning off rugby league. And it's sad because I don't blame the referees. They've got a very, very tough job, but... Too many voices around them are making it too hard for them. I believe our, I, I believe we've got very, very competent referees and I believe their training and the work they do in regards to preparation to getting to a game is, you know, as professional as it can be. We have too much noise. We have too much or too many people around them not letting them do their job. And for one, the bunker. The bunk, bunker is a waste of time. For them to out, for the, the referee to be able to use it as a as a tool for a I'm not I don't know is wrong. So then this morning, Ricky Stewart had an interview with the ABC in Canberra where he said, and I quote, "This club gets treated differently to other clubs that I've been at in the past in terms of officiating." So that's how we started the day. <laughs> Then Bernard Sutton and the NRL are in damage control, and Bernard Sutton went on Triple N just a few minutes ago, and needless to say, could have gone better? Well, ultimately, Tony, yeah, the decision is incorrect, and the touch judge, he erred in, in raising his flag, um, and he should have made the referees aware that he had done so and stopped the game. Bernie, when... when um when you're watching it like there's, you know, whether you're an analyst or just a fan of the game and, and you see an error that's been made by the linesman, which we all kind of understand because, you know, you guys are under a lot of pressure when they're down there in the heat of the battle. But then when it goes upstairs and you've got qualified professionals overlooking or overseeing the decision then and they can actually they can take all of the pain and all the argument out of the whole moment and they get it wrong, what are they actually tell you when you go in and, and speak to them on a Monday, what, what are they actually seeing up there that we're not seeing that's so blatantly obvious that there's an error and the, the try that should not be awarded? Yeah, so when that was sent through to the bunker, it was sent through to review um, a potential knock-on in the lead-up by the Sharks, um, and that is essentially what the bunker reviewed. Um, they weren't focused on a touch judge and whether a touch judge had raised his flag, and I come back to the error really is owned by the on-field officials um, and the touch judge needed to make the team aware that he had raised his flag. But didn't we spend all that money on the bunker so that you know we, we could eliminate the howler and isn't it in the best interest of the game? If, if we can all see it and they can see it up there, why can't they just say, well, the linesman's got his flag up, the players have stopped, it's certainly not the Raiders' fault, we need to go back and we need to take that into consideration before we award this try? Why can't they do that? Yeah, I think what we've seen here is there's obviously a human error by the touch judge. 
Um, and, and the fault really does lie there, that he needed to communicate that he had raised his flag. And at no point, and that's where the error is generated from, he hasn't actually communicated that to anybody. But so they can see no it, one, Bernard. They, they, no, can, they can actually see it. We can all see it there on the review. We can see that his flag went up. Why, why can't the guys in the bunker see that and rule on that? No one was actually aware at that point that he'd raised his flag. Oh, boy. Welcome to the Ryko Filters pregame show, the professional's choice. Steve blocker Roach, Renee Gartner, the floor is yours. I just want to bring it to the very last comment of that entire caption, I guess we could call it, but no one saw the flag go up. He had the whistle to his mouth and hesitated a couple of times. So 100%. Sutton had to have seen it and had to have seen the flag go up. I understand play to the whistle. I, I learned that back in netball days, but the flag went up. You've can, got a rule on that. Can I come from another angle? Do Certainly, it. This Do you me. ever not? This is me. <laughs> yep. Because, and Ricky Stewart hit on the head, all these people around the game now in the bunker. Touch judges are redundant. They don't make any decisions. The decision last night when the poor bugger put his flag up because it was a, a knock-on, because we've taken all the power away from touch judges, he thought, oh, can I rule? Oh, no, I better not. I better not. And then the referee put his whistle. I was there. I was at the game. Put the whistle in the mouth to blow the knock-on. He was looking at the touch judge. Oh, no, uh, I won't make a decision because I've got the bunker to back me up. We'll go to the bunker and then we'll see what happens. Now, on Bernard Sutton, after I've just heard that... <laughs> How would you like to go to war with him? <laughs> Come on, man. Hard pass. Mate, he's thrown the touchy under the bus. The poor bloke can't make a decision because he doesn't think he can make the decision to put the flag up. That's the whole problem. But he did put the flag up, so he made but the decision. But then he put it down. Did you see how quick he put it down? No, but I just your flag's already up, so you just pull it down. I just thought that was his technique. Well, I, I don't think... I, well, I don't think how it's, would you I back yourself when I, you, you, well, you get second-guessed like that? Well, you can't back yourself because... As I said, they don't make it. You know what they do now? All they do is put the put their flag up to when someone kicks a goal mm. after a try or a penalty goal or whatever. They have taken all the power away from touch judges. They are hardly in the game now. And Ricky Stewart's right. There's too many people looking at too many things. So where do where do we start to fix this problem, Bucky? Well, mate. I, well, either we either we give the bunker more power to make decisions and to have a look at replays. Or we say to touch judges, now you can talk into your mic, into your, into your flag, and say, mate, that is a knock-on, and I'm certain of it. I'm right on the spot. And then they pull the game up. But the poor buggers can't make a decision because mm. they're too scared to now. But the other thing is, is consistency, right? So we've seen this up until the rounds before Origin, that uh, in Ricky's words, if I can say, the shitty pieces of play are getting pick, picked on nonstop. Mm. During Origin, the refs were told to let the game go. So all of a sudden we started seeing those pieces of play allowed to go and the, the game was refereed completely differently. It was open. It was an amazing game of rugby league. It was fast. It was a game that the spectators loved well, to watch. Now it's flipped back and gone back to what it was before Origin. Well, not as bad, but it crept in. Origin 1 was brilliant. I think there was about three or four penalties in the whole game. Mm. Origin 2, because of the desperation of both sides trying to... Well, trying to cheat, you know, cheat at marker, get inside the 10 metres, try and test the referee. I think we saw... 13 or 14 penalties in the in the second game because of the desperation. And then the third game, it was 6-1 in the first half against New South Wales away from home. Now, mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we've, got to, we've got to try and find that happy medium. Now, I, I reckon Ricky's hit it right on the head. You could penalise every ruck if yeah. you wanted to. So we've got to let things go. Mate, people and me as a fan, 
well, I don't pay because I get in free for, from crop because <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the commentary. But <laughs> go and w- check out my story and see him try and get us both in. For but break. if I was, but if I was <laughs> a fan, if I was a fan and I was paying to get in, I pay my money to see the great players play. We've got some brilliant players in our game. I don't go to watch some palooka blow his whistle all day. I'm not going to watch him. So let's try and get that happy medium now. We, you've got to find a happy medium. I Ricky Stewart said the other thing. We have a job to do, and we, we are after a result, but at what cost? So, yeah, they're after a result, but the refs are after a result as well too. The other team's after a result. So how much are, are they expected to allow you to get away within a game? Where do you draw the line in that sense? Yeah, but it all changes every week because they crack down on certain things during mm-hmm. the week when they all sit down and they have a look at, all right, what are we going to crack down on this week? And it changes every week. Instead of saying, okay... Let's let's sort of go a bit easier on these three different areas. Mate, you could... Mate, the whole idea of, of fast teams... Now, the game's changed now again, the fast and flat off the dummy half. You could find a penalty in, trying, in players' oppositions trying to slow players down every ruck because they're trying to slow mm. the game down. So the quick sides uh, example I'll, I'll, I'll make of, of South Sydney, they play fast and flat and quick. They've got some big boppers and cook out of dummy half. Mm. Opposition sides are trying to slow them down. You could find a penalty in every set when you're playing against South Sydney. But if we do that, we blow the pee out of the whistle and the, and the fans go home and go, Jesus, there was 26 penalties in that game. I ain't going anymore. I, the, I had, sorry. So I'll just cut in before um, we get any further. The external noise that Ricky Stewart was talking about, Bernard Sutton and Tony Archer, would that be the first port of call that you would look at as far as the external noise blocking? Well, it's been a, it's been a problem all season, Renee, hasn't it? Mm. You know, when, I, when I have a look at it, and you know, everyone was kicking stones at the start of the year when we were going to watch games <laughs> of footy, and you know, there's 24 penalties in the game. I, I mean, I mean, I can understand what he's saying about the fans. You know, we go to watch the players mm. play, and all these great players. You know, we don't want to slow them down. We want to fasten them up. We want to have a game of footy where I go home and I go. Did you see how good you know so and so was, or how you know how good was the front row today, or how good was you know whatever? Tol Malolo, for instance, didn't get pulled up for one, you know, with his running game. He's run for 267 metres, you know, won the play the ball, got found his front, won the play the ball, and the opposition didn't get penalised once for trying to hold him down. Have we reached that point, Renee, where if you're looking up above at a Tol Greenberg type position and you're watching this go on, is this the time now where you would have to intervene from up top? But at what, where do you intervene? Like, do you intervene of the refs doing their job? Like, it's the same as, I guess, we blow up at, you know, uh, the rangers that put a ticket on our car for parking too long. You know, that's their job. The referees are there to abide by the rules. So we're all sitting there as the consumer and as the, you know, the commentators going, let the game go. Like, we want to see a game. And they're like, well, but you've got a referee there to rule. So I can sort of see it from both sides of the fence. But... I think I was watching uh, Fox News this morning and Jamie Soward hit the nail on the head. Refs are losing the feel for the game. Before they would sort of, they'd look at it, they'd get their idea of how it was going. Now it's second guessing themselves going, oh, you know what? I've always got a back up that I can push it up to the bunker. So that decision never has to rest on my shoulders being in the centre of the field. They no longer know the running of the game. There's two refs. They don't. They know they don't have to get back on side with the other team to, to sort of keep up with the speed of the game. It's exactly what I was saying about the touch judges. Hmm. What do they do? I mean, what is their mantra? What is their actual job? They, 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 they're hardly. They're, they're there doing. They're doing nothing really, hmm. aren't they? Because they've got, as you said, you know, they've got the bunker to back them up all the time. Every time there's, you know, I, mate, I do a lot of the footy, and you know, I watch. And I see a try scored, and within 30 seconds, I can tell it's a try. 
Oh, let's have a look at the put down. Was he one side? Let's have a look at his foot at the corner. Let's. I mean, <laughs> mate, I've seen I've seen touch judges when tries have been scored by these great wingers now who you know leap into the air and they do all this ac- acrobatic. acrobatic stuff. I You'd love be it. able to do that. I love it, mate. I can't even do a forward roll. But anyway, <laughs> that's against the point. Do a sausage roll though. <laughs> I could do two of them. But um, but but you see these guys who are right on the spot and are there and are looking right at what the decision is and they don't make a call. Let's go to the bunker and let's have a look at six things when the touch judge can say, mate, his foot was on the line. So where, where's the fix? Do we go well, I don't know. all in on the bunker or do we start to pull the reins back? Well, I don't back? know. I've always, wanted, I've always wanted a whisperer in the bunker that could get in touch with the, with the, with the referee and say, look, they're inside the 10 metres, they're offside, it's a penalty to so-and-so. So you want the for bunker blading, to bunker before they no, get no. called to bunker? Well, no, not not all the time, but on real bad ones, right? Because we've taken the power away from the other officials on the field. What about the palookas that? What about the palookas that lay in your ruck when, you, when you're trying to when you're trying to have quick play the balls and the blokes in there and going get off him, get off him, roll away from the play the ball. You know what, mate? Get out of the way. <laughs> get out of the way. Let us play, please. You know what I'd be trying to do? I'd be trying to run over the second referee <laughs> if he was there. Honestly, get out of the way, mate. I think you've really toned down since you're playing days block. I have. Mate, but it annoys me. There's a lot of yeah. things that annoy me in life in general. It should be too. a segment. It's, it's starting to creep back in. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about this point. But, uh, look, we'll, Don't be worried. I'm, we'll keep the... Mate, you should have seen how I got us in here tonight, <laughs> this afternoon. We'll, co- we'll, cover, story. we'll cover that as we continue on. I've got some pull. Right, <laughs> pre-game show here on NRL Nation. If you want to have your say as well across the weekend, uh, give us a buzz on the open line number 1300-949395. We'll take a break and come back and have a look. Yes, there's another game coming on this afternoon. Newcastle and the Gold Coast Titans. It's a big game. Whoever wins this one, they still have a shot at finals. Whoever loses can pack up the cart for 2018. This is NRL Nation thanks to Metricon, Australia's most trusted home builder. NRL Nation pre-game show for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice.